Do you know what it will entice you to clean? If your house smells like a beach afterward and it doesn't smell like, you know, cleaning products. Well, enter Clorox. They can transform your space into a tropical getaway by upgrading your cleaning routine with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. It smells like coconut. It cleans like Clorox and it feels like inspiration. With a refreshing scent that will leave your home clean and fresh, elevating any room into an oasis. Now you can express your style and get shiny clean, get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store, also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. This is Ashley Iconetti from the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast. Tennessee just sounds perfect, whether that's live music, the crack of a campfire, or kids laughing on an adventure. To start planning your trip, visit tnvacation.com. Tennessee, sounds perfect. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, ladies, let's be real. Who here actually enjoys shaving their legs? Yeah, absolutely no one. I know this. Get this, Nair. Yes, Nair, the OG, has leveled up. They've got these new sensational shower creams and body creams that smell absolutely amazing. I know this is not the smell that you're thinking of from the 90s when your mom first pulled this out for you. These smells will light up your bathroom, honestly. They'll make your shower experience better. It smells like a spa, actually. Oh, yeah. And how do you know this? Well, I just, I mean, Nair's in the household. So anytime Nair's used, it smells like a spa. You probably don't even know what it does. It takes hair away. (laughs) It works in as little as three minutes. You don't have to bother with nicks, cuts, shaves, and the smooth lasts so much longer than shaving. You're also not going to have to deal with any of those shave bumps or anything like that because the bumps are just as annoying as the nicks, right? Nair's new sensational shower and body creams are free of all the nasty chemicals like phthalates and sulfates. You can feel good about what you're putting on your skin and you could have a little bit of a me time moment with Nair, the number one hair removal brand. Smell for yourself. And as Ben, Ben smelled for himself and he likes it. It's Ben approved. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. 
It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. My goodness, it feels good to be here. This is the Almost Famous Podcast. I'm Ben. I'm Ashley, and it is episode two of Clayton's season. Oof. And Ben, um, I'm enjoying. You enjoying? I am enjoying. I was just going to say that. I, I feel like, hey, I, I think we said it best last week. I have no questions about Clayton as a human. Like, this is no critique on Clayton as a human whatsoever. I had questions about him being chosen as The Bachelor. But I'm enjoying this season, which makes me right now say Clayton is doing a great job as our Bachelor. I really think that. Or the producers are doing a great job producing the show. I mean, that and the women are really stepping up. I mean, they are really (laughs) doing more than they were asked. Uh, There was... There was one tendency of of Clayton's that I picked up though on. I think he's very obvious when he's into somebody when he's not. And I think he's going in for kisses with girls that he's not even so into. Why not? I mean, come on now. Go for <laughs> it. I mean, but uh yeah, we're going to break down all of this with Connor Saley today, the whole episode. But I will say uh as of right now, producers or whatever I'm enjoying this season. I do not mind watching Clayton on television, which sometimes I have like just this, like I would rather not see you on television. Right now I'm enjoying watching him. I think I still think he's going to get, have a really hard time. I still think the drama is going to like weigh on him. I think that is going to be at times difficult, but the season, the season's going to be, good to watch mm-hmm. like if i'm just a viewer it's gonna be good to watch i agree that's what nick was telling us last week well let's not give nick all the credit here uh, <laughs> hey uh ashley it's uh it's a big week for you um obviously uh we celebrated your baby shower uh thanks to hyundai for that we also um i'm recovering uh from covid so but like he didn't have symptoms people he had like a stuff, like, did you even have a stuffy nose? He said, I was tired. Uh, You're tired. I was tired. I had stuffy nose. I was a little tired. I'm now done. I'm, I'm negative. I'm back no, at good. the game. I'm ready to go. I'm still a little stuffy, not super stuffy, but I, I, you know, we made it through it. We worked all week with it and, uh, and we're back healthy and ready, uh, for this week's episode. Ashley, you're back home. We talked about on your baby shower episode, which will air the 20th of this month. That's a big episode. That's a lot of, we had a lot of fun. Um, Yeah, it was a good one. It was, it was awesome. Again, that was just so much fun to to celebrate you and bring in some guests, but that will air the 20th. But until then, you are back home right now for anybody listening for a few months, kind of, uh, I'm actually, I think I'm going to say the right word, right word here. You're nesting until the baby's born. I don't know. No, nesting oh. is when you're like decorating and organizing. Oh. And that's the one thing that I can't do, which is so frustrating, actually, mm. because I want to be getting our house together in Rhode Island. 
But uh, yeah, he's not going to have a problem. He's going to my mom literally has turned one of the guest rooms in this house into a baby room. We do have to put that together. But like, it's not like we're going to like decorate it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to like it's going to be a functional baby room instead of like a, you know, the cutesy one that I'll take lots of pictures in. I thought nesting Um, was always like I've always envisioned nesting being like you lay all the blankets and pillows down and you just lay there. For like two months. Wait a second. I really, Dad, yeah. I like your version way better than the real one. Yeah, I really <laughs> thought that was what that was. I thought you just like relaxed and hung out and let people take care of you for the next two months because you're about to have a baby. I thought that was pretty I'm cool. Go- that is what I'm doing. I'm doing the Ben Higgins version of nesting. Good. I like the way that you like visualize an actual nest that's too really with like I've blankets, you know, sitting on really comfy things. Yeah. That's that's hilarious. I love that. No, it's usually when women like a month before have this crazy urge to like organize the house. Uh, okay. Do you want to know something that I have a crazy urge for that I haven't shared anywhere? But like, hey, we have some a few minutes here. Yeah. Okay, this is a pregnancy craving, and it's so wrong. It's so bad. Oh, I'm, I'm down for the bad. Let's go, Ash. Come on. I don't know how weird we're going to get here, but I'm down. <laughs> we're going to get so weird, but apparently it's like not weird because I looked it up. I have like, I think it's called Pika, and uh, I want to eat cleaning products. Whoa. Like I have a strong desire to eat cleaning products. Well, please don't. Of course, I'm not going okay. to. But there's Why? something. Of, I, I, well, they say it could be an iron deficiency. Um, it's very common in pregnant women to want to eat cleaning products and other unedible things. I'm going to bring it up to my doctor on Wednesday and just be like, hey, should we test my blood for an iron deficiency? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I know this is super weird. You know, like on my strange addiction, people like want to eat detergent and stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> I've always wanted to eat powder laundry detergent. Okay. And I always have wanted to eat like chlorine tablets for the pool. Yeah. But right now, like even like my facial exfoliant, which is like, looks, it feels like the texture yummy. of like a, like, yeah, like the, it's like a baking soda texture. I'm just like, don't do it. Don't put it in your mouth. But I want to so bad. And then like every time like I like calm it for the bathroom. If like that kind of texture and smell, oh, it's just overwhelmingly delicious seeming right now. How weird is that? Yeah. I mean, if you, I mean, if you told me this any other time of your life, I'd be like, Ashley, like, Hey, I love you. You got to go get checked out. (laughs) You're crazy. But this is, I mean, at this point, roll with it. Just don't eat it, but roll with it. Okay. Speaking of weird stuff. Yeah. um, Anything weird that you can compare this with no no i've never been pregnant but um (laughs) speaking of weird things right before the listeners came on we were talking about this reality star who uh has now retired from selling her jars of farts uh she made uh upwards of two hundred thousand dollars O-M-G. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah. I knew about this story. Did not know how much she, she made. Oh, yeah. And she made $200,000. I think it was in two weeks or four weeks or something crazy. Oh, my um, God. You know, I've always questioned uh, kind of where and how and what to monetize after the show. I've always been one that said, okay, I, I, I will do some things. I won't do other things, but making money from the show is a very good gift. You cannot say no Mm -hmm. to everything. Mm -hmm. And there's moments, especially in my lowest points where I go, wow, some people are just doing it so much better than me. 
don't know if that's true. I have no clue how much they're making. Uh, I have no clue what their lifestyle is. But I, I think it. This was not one of those moments, Ashley. I never once thought this. But I do have, since we are admitting weird things, when I was an eight-year-old boy, I did the same thing as her. I farted in a jar, and I kept it for days. And it lasts. Um, I didn't sell it. I, I, I'd never, I didn't have a market for that, but now, yeah, go were ahead. You, were you open about this? Like when you decided to fart in the jar, um, one, did you have pants on when you did this? Uh, or was it like real? No, you like, like, go for it. You, um, okay. I mean, I was okay. probably seven or eight. I'm sure my parents knew about it. I'm sure they were just like, this is, this kid is either going to not be anything good at all, or he's just being weird and he's going to be this a weird This is some only kid. child behavior. Yeah, this is some only child stuff, right? <laughs> You're getting a good look at it. Um, I never thought about this at 26, 27 when I was The Bachelor. This was not something that came to my mind. <laughs> But could you imagine how much you would have made? Because she's from she's from 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. I mean, 90 Day Fiance does well, but like the ratings that your season of The Bachelor had, so many more millions of people knew who you were. And like, wow, you could have made a million dollars off farts in two weeks. This is why sometimes I lay in bed at night and I question the decisions I've made leading up to this point. This might be one of those tonight where I go, if only, if only. <laughs> Well, only, wait, no, I'm sorry. I know you want to move on, but now I have to ask you, yeah. did you, have you ever gotten any weird requests like that? Like through cameo, because you're very popular on cameo. Wow. Jared one time got a request for his feet to be shown for this girl's birthday. Yeah. And we, we couldn't do it. We just know. And, um, the, the woman who requested was actually a little bit annoyed yeah. That we didn't let her know earlier that we were not going to show his feet. I've gotten a couple feet one. I choose to do those. Um, okay. I, I, <laughs> I'm not kidding. You do. I do. I choose to do them. Like at this point, I mean, what, what's the harm? In the, in, in, I mean, if they want to see my feet, they can see my feet. <laughs> So how do you go about it? I, you say hello with your face? No, no, and no. And then no. you turn the camera? Face is never shown. I do a little, I, I move the feet left and right, do a little toe wiggle. I've got long toes. I can move them kind of like fingers. I mean, say I'm crossing boundaries. For me, I, I've questioned this for a while. I said, I'm going to go for it. If they want to pay me a hundred bucks to show my feet, I'll, sh I'll show my feet. Next up, ladies and gentlemen, Ben Higgins, foot model on OnlyFans. It's coming. <laughs> oh, wow. How life Amazing. takes a turn. You know how some people say it looks like Ben's hit rock bottom? Well, I'm sure they'll be saying that soon. Hey, we got a big episode for you today. Connor Saley is here to break down this episode of The Bachelor. Yes, it's Clayton's second episode. We're enjoying it so far. We're here. We will hear if Connor is as well. When we come back with the Almost Famous Podcast. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works. And for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. All that's so important. 
Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just speak to you with a powerful clean and refreshing scent clorox sentiva cleans like clorox and feels like confidence get yours now at a retail store near you ashley is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for the bachelor i mean you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it where did you hear that rumor ben oh smart money happy hour it's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide. So you'll know exactly what to take and when no waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health slash famous. You can use the promo code famous. That's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. 
What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. All right, guys, we have Connor Saylee on the phone. He is going to be recapping this episode of Clayton's season with us. Um, he's also going to be joining us for an in-depth, like Ben mentioned earlier. But right now, uh, we want to talk about you know, this episode, episode two, Connor, you guys with Hannah's season were the last season of guys to live in the bachelor mansion. Yeah, I know it is. It's crazy to think about that, but it's, uh, it's good to see everyone back in there. It's been a while. Is that true? That's true. Nutty is that? Yeah. Did wait, didn't, didn't Peter's I think Peter's season. No, no, no. Yeah, but you were the last Bachelorette season. Oh, last Bachelorette season. I got gotcha. you. Last group of guys. Uh, it is It is crazy. That, that is super crazy. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. I only bring that up is because one of the first scenes of this episode is the girls walking to the mansion, like geeking out. And for some reason, this like was real awkward for me because I know that they were trying to encapsulate the excitement of moving back into the mansion and like we're we're shooting here again. Yay. But it was so weird because like (laughs) the girls were there the night before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, No, (laughs) that is is a weird scene. I guess what a lot of people don't realize is you like go back to your hotel. Yeah after and then you like fully move in a day later so it is a little weird but it was cool watching it i guess like a little nostalgic because i remember there was mm-hmm. a scene where they're like screaming out of the balcony and i was like yeah. oh, that, was, that was my room I lived yeah it was kind of cool yeah i got a question for you too there is a moment where somebody said this uh mansion is iconic and historic i <laughs> know it was uh, kind of hilarious I, yeah. but also accurate <laughs> well how do you how do you uh and put something in the historic category because I believe this mansion was built in the early 2000s. It hasn't been the Bachelor Mansion <laughs> for the entirety of uh, the Bachelor like seasons. I was like, well, iconic, yes, historic, maybe uh, not. Yeah, not not so much. It's like not a so nice new house, kind of. Like it's pretty <laughs> nice. Yeah, de- definitely not a not not historic, but very very iconic for sure. <laughs> yeah. I do love the house. It brings me so much nostalgia. And it's weird because we only shot in it for like 10 days. And with Chris Soul season, we spent four shooting weeks there. You know, four episodes were there. And that's longer than most. I don't know. I guess it's where all like the first feelings start to develop. I like the mansion. It's it felt nostalgic. like a big frat house. Um, yeah. Nobody okay, well. knows this, but like 
Uh, I don't know if we've ever talked about on this podcast. Connor, you got to tell me if you had this go down on your bachelorette season. But there's there's not many like bathrooms at that mansion. I mean, especially for the amount of guys that are there initially. And at some point, there are signs that were put up that, it, like, as you walked in the bathroom, that said, "Please don't do anything that clogs the drains." Did that happen <laughs> on your season? I'm pretty pretty sure it did happen. I think we had a couple clogged toilets on there. Yeah, I, I will say it probably contributed to that too. But, boys are and, gross, uh, and you know it's not just boys. We had clogged toilets too. They were clogged all the time. I just don't think the water pressure is very good in those toilets. Yeah, the, I think that I don't know if you either of you are in that big room that has. I think there were maybe like 15 of us in there, 10 to 15 of us, and there's only one bathroom for that room. Yeah. So that one always had an issue with the plumbing just because so many people are using it. <laughs> I used to always do my private stuff downstairs because there was only like, you know, one room mm-hmm. and you could lock the door yeah. and you didn't have to worry about somebody like walking in and trying to do their makeup or something while you were <laughs> yeah. doing something else. Anyway. Okay. So the girls come in. It's a little bit funny. Uh, Jesse brings in a date card. This one is for Teddy NC. Melina, Gabby, Kira, Mara, Sierra, Genevieve, Serene, and Cassidy. And and the card reads, this is what dreams are made of. And that is pretty, that's a pretty cool hint that Hillary Duff is going to be on this group date. Uh, so you know, I didn't even put that together. Neither did I. I oh, yeah. I hey that. now. I hey now. Very this cool. Dreams are made of. Such a good movie. Such a good, Such good movie, good song. It's like, don't sing it because it's going to be stuck in my head for weeks and weeks now. Yeah. Um. So this is like up there when it comes to special celebrity guests. Like we had Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher, which is probably the top tier we'll ever get. And now Hillary Duff, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah, no, Hillary Duff is, uh, she's big time for sure. She uh, looks so hot. She, she did look so good. good. I have not seen her in a while. I don't know if she's been in any movies or anything in a while, but I, I feel like I haven't seen her in a very long time. So it was, it was kind of cool to see her again. Mm-hmm. Well, she has basically this thing set up in the backyard where the girls are going to have to put together a kid's party or like dollhouses or something like that. Actually, I don't even know if it was very clear what the objective was, <laughs> but they had to like entertain they had to build things to entertain children. Yeah, and it was like put together the party for all the kids. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, it was very weird when I was one girl. I don't remember which one it was. Was it Cassie? Sees the kids. No, no, no. Sees uh, the kids. And she goes, oh, my God. I, I love, love children. Yeah, that, that felt weird to me, too. I wonder if it went to anybody else. I wasn't going to say it because I was like, I don't know how to feel about it. But when that happened, it like gave me a little heat. It's like, yeah, so I'm being cool. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I love children. Uh, so weird. It was it reminded me of like Sarah Jessica Parker and Hocus Pocus, and she's like, "Boys, like I love children." You know, like, yeah. like she wanted to eat them or something. Well, we didn't go that far here. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Cassidy is the one that really dominates this date because she keeps pulling Clayton aside, trying to get one on one time with him. She's quite successful at it. She like basically has two big makeout sessions with him while the other girls are doing their tasks. Uh, I don't really remember anybody else having any significant time with him during this activity portion. I, I don't think anybody did, to be honest, or at least that we saw. Um, yeah. 
but I don't know. I feel like it's a weird, it's a weird balancing act you have to do if you're uh, one of the contestants, I guess. Of like, obviously you want to spend time, but you want to like get along with everybody else and kind of like pull your weight in the tasks a little bit. So I, I'm a little unsure of how I felt about that. I feel like she maybe went a little bit overboard with trying to pull him. Oh, definitely. Oh, a little yeah. overboard, but I'd also say like nothing about it really bothered me i was like she's yeah. really aggressive we'll see how he responds to this i wouldn't call her actions villainous ben right i i wouldn't say villainous that would not be how i categorized it but and i could be different here but i watch a show and i think it's just my personality i'm i i, I would be more attracted to somebody that followed the rules so if I knew that somebody pulled me aside while other people were, were like carrying the weight of setting up this party, that would be unattractive for me. I would be like, hey, go back and do that. We're going to have our time later to talk. So it's not yeah. villainous. It just, uh, it, it, I don't like it. Like, and, and that just might be me. I just don't find it um, attractive. Appealing. Yeah. Well, look at how Michelle responded in a similar situation last season when guys weren't coming up to her during the, like mm, that part of the group date, she got really offended. But nobody was working during that group date. Like yeah, that, that was like really a fun work. play time. It's yeah. it's these dates that people are like, you know, picking up stuff or obstacle courses or stuff like that. They're like, hey, go do that. Have fun with that. And then come back because this isn't a good look for anybody. But that just could be me. I'm not saying it's the right or wrong thing. I just I wouldn't like it. Connor, would you like it? No, I don't think I would have. I mean, the way I would have foreseen if I was the bachelor on that date, kind of like popping around to all the different stations being set up and everything and seeing the kind of the woman in action, like helping out and maybe help them out to get to know them a little bit. But I feel like her continually pulling him kind of took away from his experience from getting to know other people, too. So, yeah, probably a little bit frustrating for him, even though it seemed like he liked it, though. I, I do think this and and. Connor, before you came on, we were talking, hey, we had our questions about Clayton as the bachelor, not because he's a bad dude, but just like anybody had questions about him. Like, we don't know him. He right. definitely was not a fan favorite. So we have a ton of questions about him. I do think maybe one critique of him so far is uh, as soon as there's options to kiss, uh, he's going to start kissing. Like, there's mm -hmm. no... Like whenever conversations get to a certain point, there's like a tipping point. You know, maybe he doesn't have a follow-up question or he's put in an uncomfortable situation, he just starts kissing, which works yeah. because, you know, I mean, it's kind of what the show's known for. But <laughs> I do uh, I do think he's just going to, like, if anybody wants to kiss him, I think he's just down to make out. Yeah, yeah. and I feel like you kind of saw that. I mean, we'll probably talk about it later. But as the episode went on, it seemed like opportunities arose for that even more, and he definitely did. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. That's just, okay, is this like a girl versus guy thing? Like, I would never, if things got awkward and I didn't know what to say and I wasn't, like, super attracted or, like, really into someone, I wouldn't be like, okay, well, now here's the, now I'm just going to kiss him. <laughs> I'd be like, all right, well, time's up. Is this, but, like, with guys, is it, like, just like, ah, oh, you know what? Kissing's fun. I'll do it with anyone. I don't, I feel like, with, at least when I was on, the, when I was on there, I feel like, you would just be so focused and 
like dialed in in a way of like wanting to kiss the person yeah. that they would be talking and then I would like totally forget what they were talking about and you just say like yeah 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 and then you end up just starting to kiss so it wasn't like the conversation just died down I feel like it was almost intentionally died down in order to kiss okay yeah especially okay. as time goes on like yeah. as time goes on you get what 10 to 15 minutes with this person mm-hmm. it's probably the only time you're going to see him all week Right. If you don't kiss him, then you're not going to kiss him for like 10 days or whatever. And you're like, I'm supposed to be dating this human. But so, yeah, I get it. Like as time goes on, you start kissing. I just think Colton or Clayton uh, jumped out of the gate very fast. Like he's just like, let's, mm-hmm. you know, let's, let's just start kissing night one. And I mean, it seems like it's working. Okay. And it's also kind of hilarious and worth mentioning that Cassidy says, she tries to avoid times with kids. She says she she tries to spend as little time around kids as possible. <laughs> she basically <laughs> says that to the kid's face, which I think is kind of hilariously honest. Yeah. Yeah. That was pretty funny. You can't get mad at somebody uh, for being honest. No. True. I thought it was so funny. I mean, obviously sad when she dropped the cake, though. Yeah, that hurt. Uh, and I forget who made the cake, but that, that girl was pissed. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You yeah. can't. So, like, people ask, you know, I'm sure we've all got it, but like, hey, how sh- fake is this show? Um, how much of it is produced? And it's like, hey, they, it's a show. So, like, you have to understand that, like, the producers know what they're doing. That's one of those moments that the producers are sitting back and they're like, oh, this is gold. Like, we couldn't <laughs> yeah. plan this. We couldn't fake this. We couldn't make this is this is perfect. The the villain of the day brings the cake out and drops it. Yeah. Home run. <laughs> yeah no that that situation played out perfectly for for tv for sure <laughs> all right let's skip forward to the nighttime portion uh i think the most the most standout for me in this was serene who is a teacher she said she loved being around the kids and playing um she said that like her intention wasn't going into teaching but that's how things evolved for her and it wasn't like she said anything significant that made me be like, oh, well, this girl's awesome. <laughs> but I did feel like he was the most into her. And he said something along the lines of like, there's something we haven't done together. And that is kiss. <laughs> so can I do it? Yeah, I, I liked her a lot, too. I felt like their conversation, the nighttime part, it just it felt like there was more of a connection there than the other woman that we had seen time with him. So I, mm-hmm. I, I thought she was kind of the standout of that date, at least in the nighttime part for me, but really we didn't really get to see much of anyone else. Mm-mm. No, yeah. the only other thing I can remember really is Teddy saying to Clayton that it was emotional for her to see him with other girls after getting the first impression rose mm-hmm. and um, that she's going to need like a lot of words of affirmation. She's going to need to be like secured. She's going to need to like to be told a lot throughout this right. journey that he still likes her. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a big moment. Uh, I'd be shocked if Teddy isn't in the final two. I mean, I'll go that far now. Uh, I just think out of all uh, many recent seasons, She's one of those cast members that stand out in so many different ways. I also thought this was a great time for Clayton, and he he did a tremendous job at it. When she said that, and you know he's into her, very obvious, Mm -hmm. he takes that moment and he says, I will reassure you. Like, I will make sure you know 
how like much I want you here. So now it, and this is hard on this show, but like now it opens up the space for them to have those conversations where like, sometimes you're like, I don't know how they feel about me. I don't know uh, if he likes me, if she likes me. Now I think like they're going to be able to progress because they're going to be able to start saying like, Hey, I'm really glad you're still here. I missed you. And she's going to know he means it. And he's going to know she means it. That's why I think they have such a powerful, powerful story ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ben, ha- having so having been The Bachelor before, I guess this first week of dates, how big were those for you in terms of like, you obviously had the first impressions from mm-hmm. the, the first rose ceremony, but like actually having conversations where like after that first week of dates, were you like, okay, these are, you know, there's a handful of people I could really see this with. Did you kind of have that like solidified in your head or did no. that change? Not like a group of people, but I'd say there's like, I'd say the first impressions I'm a, I really, I think have always been very impacted by first impressions. And so I'd right. say there's like two or three women after mm-hmm. the first night and the first week. I mean, I kind of went at it with a different strategy. I was trying to uh, identify the ones that were like loose cannons first. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. I was always on the lookout for like, what signs are here that like, this person doesn't get along with others. This person is like pulling me away all the time, knowing that like, this is a huge, huge like group of people still. And so I was mostly whittling it down from the back to the front. I felt like, and then there was like two or three after the first week that I remember going, I think you're going to be here a while. And and, and in fact, a lot of them were there for a long time because of their, like mostly their behavior around other people and on group dates, group dates are a great time. To see, mm-hmm. like, honestly, who are the producers are paying the most attention to? Uh, right. Who seems to be asking for the most attention? Who's arguing with those? Who's the one tattletelling on everybody? Like, you can really start to see that, you know, week one. Mm-hmm. Super interesting um, that you would look out for who's interacting with producers the most. Oh, yeah. So now we get to the group date, Rose, oh, okay. and Cassidy gets it. Because she was the one who made the most effort, he said, in getting to know him. And he likes that she's like putting off that confident, semi-aggressive vibe. Mm-hmm. I, re- I remember this. You know, he'll learn a lot watching the show back. For mm-hmm. us as viewers, we're watching this and going, she was pulling him all the time. She made all these girls upset. Like, you know, she did all this. He doesn't see half of that. I mean, honestly, he doesn't even know half of that's going on. All he sees is this girl that's like very into him, pulling him away, coming to talk to him, like reassuring him. He doesn't know right now of the drama really going on behind the scenes. And so I'm not shocked she got the first impression, Rose, because out of all this, da- out of this whole group date, date Rose. or group date, Rose, um, out of this date, I think he, she did. She stepped up. Now, I don't think it's a good long-term strategy. I don't see this lasting for a while. But at this point, I think he just recognized she's into me. She made an effort and I need to reward that at some level, not knowing the consequences behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I'd agree with that. And I feel like for him too, I mean, he hasn't been in this situation before he, you know, wasn't, didn't go that far in Michelle's season. I mean, he went pretty far, but wasn't there to the very end. So he's been kind of thrown into this and I'd imagine on the first date of the whole experience, you're probably looking for, you know, someone who's really, you know, giving you a lot of validation and reassurance. And so she definitely did that. 
And so as a viewer, you're right. It's like, why, why in the world did he give that to her? But I, I can understand why he did. Makes sense. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that's just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, Hope the doctor can see you this month or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types. 
Plus, a doctor's easy guide, so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor. No waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door, and you get 15% off at twc.health/famous. You can use the promo code FAMOUS. That's promo code FAMOUS at twc.health/famous. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic, Onobotulinum Toxin A, and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. So Susie has the one-on-one date, and they go on a helicopter ride. She seems she says she's nervous, but she seems very in her element like she seems pretty comfortable very excited very positive to things that he's really into they land on an amazing yacht Mm -hmm. Uh, they get to like hang out in the water and just lounge on the boat for a while you can tell he's so into her i think she's into him but i think there's definitely an imbalance there i don't know if you guys picked that up uh yeah i know you did agree Okay. I, I don't know what it is. I just don't. I I just don't see it with mm. them. I think there's a just a, like obviously she's a, like a very attractive girl. She has that like bubbly personality, which I think is super attractive. And you know, I'm sure Colton finds it that way. But um, Clayton, Clayton, this I is the second time thing. we've oh, done God. this. I knew I, knew <laughs> I was going to screw that up. I, uh, <laughs> I did the same thing, man. It's 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 just part uh, of it. I think this year. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but I feel like I just don't think she's as into him, to be no, honest. No, I really don't. That's interesting. I mean, we kind of got that hint, right? When I mean, if I remember right, when she left on the date, one of the other girls was saying that she just didn't seem that excited. Uh, mm-hmm. And she broached that with Clayton right away. She said, hey, I'm super nervous. I'm excited to be here with you, but I'm just super nervous. However, um, yeah, I think when this date ended even i i have a feeling this girl is gonna break clayton's heart he's gonna be really into her and at some point i believe later on she's gonna probably step away and it's gonna be one of those moments that we see him right cry i I think she i think i just get that sense right now that could turn right we've seen this turn and, and connections build but i'm with you too 
I just didn't feel it uh, on her side to, you know, for him. She's going to be somebody that breaks his heart. Yeah. I, I do see her going very far though. Me too. Really far. And honestly, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because she looks very similar to Hannah Brown. Yeah. She does. I, there were a lot of times I saw her. I was like, wait, is that, is that Hannah? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I could almost see her as like the next bachelorette. I feel like she kind of has that like, you know, I don't know. There's like something about She has it. that presence. Yeah. She yeah, definitely yeah. does. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll see. I mean, I feel like every time like he would go in for a kiss, it was like she was like, okay. Mm. <laughs> so we'll see how it evolves. All right. Next up, we have the second group date where we do get, I think, truly villainous behavior from Sinead. Sinead? Sinead? Sinead. We're just going to call her Sinead. Uh, so she definitely targets this girl, Elizabeth, for absolutely <laughs> no reason. So they walk into this barn. There's a comedian at the desk, set up like a classroom. And she it, and she she's telling them that they're going to play a game of uh, Never Have I Ever, which is actually like, I think, really fun. And yeah. well, I was terrified of this game in my mid 20s when people would be like, <laughs> people would be like, never have I ever like done something crazy, like, you know, something sexual. Right. Yeah. And I would just be like, I want to avoid this game at every <laughs> single in every single way. Actually, you're good um, at winning that game. You win. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> Oh my god, but it was so awkward. Um, now I think it'd be so much fun to play. And I think it gets you to know people well. So I'm like really down for this. Um, and then this girl Elizabeth seems very nice. She sits down next to Clayton and is like, uh, can I sit here? And he's like, yeah. And and this really annoys Shanae <laughs> to the point where she like makes her her villain, like makes her the target for the rest of the day. Um they're like sort of flirting i guess because like they're sitting next to each other but there wasn't some crazy chemistry if i was shenane i wouldn't be like oh my god threat alert threat alert but she definitely feels so i just want to go on record because last week i said i have a feeling the shenane girl is gonna be a villain i just get the (laughs) get the feeling I I just I just want to put it out there. If I have one skill set in life, it's being an expert at the Bachelor. (laughs) (laughs) So I I think before too they they showed a scene of I think it was Cassidy and Shanae talking, Uh and I feel like feel like Cassidy may have like planted the idea that she should just like go for it, keep pulling him, all of that stuff, and then. I feel like she wasn't able to do that. And then she just like went on this rampage of, you know, just being like pissed off about it. Can you guys remind me in recent memory, has there ever been the two like biggest villains in quotes um, team up on this show? I mean, I feel like they're like a tag team right now. Like one's pouring into the other being like, don't let this person win. Watch out for the front runner. Like cut them off at the knees. Like I've never, I don't remember the villains like teaming yeah, up. It was like JJ and Clint. That was, was like the, the last, last time, time they did this. Yeah. yeah. It didn't work yeah. out well for them either. Yeah. That did not work <laughs> out. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Villains got a vill. Well, these two are trying to vill and uh, it just, 
I don't know. I, in my opinion, Shanene has so much on Cassidy as far as the villain goes. Um, but we fast forward. Yeah, let's let's fast forward to the nighttime portion because the obstacle course didn't really do much um, as far as the building connections. Um, we see that cast that that, that um, Shanene just it just goes right after Elizabeth and says that she's too like a two-faced bitch mm. for just no reason to Clayton. And I, I'm just like, where is she pulling this out of? She yeah. ends up um, having a little like one-on-one time with Elizabeth. And she says, there was that conversation we were having back at the house and you just didn't seem to be engaged with me. It was like you were ignoring me straight to my face. And then Elizabeth explains that she's ADHD, which means that she has a hard time focusing on two things at once. Mm-hmm. So she might be zoned in on one person's conversation and have to block out the other. She says that she's so sorry if that's kind of what happened. But it seems very genuine. And that is that is truly yeah. you know, a possibility. Yeah, no, 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 100%. 100%. And it, it, that was like such a weird conversation at the end too because they like hugged and made up, but they definitely didn't make up <laughs> the whole thing. But Ben, ben I'm curious because you said like a red flag for you was um, people like not getting along in the house and stuff like that. So I guess if this is brought to your attention and there's always someone every season that's like telling the bachelor, the bachelorette, like the issues that are going on in a way, like tattling on yeah. people or whatever. Like, how how would you sort through that whole situation? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious when you're in it too. You know who's yeah. coming to protect you, or like a lot of people wouldn't tell you for the sake of they don't want to involve, involve themselves in the drama. They don't feel like it's really their role to bring it to your attention. I had it happen once during my season where somebody brought uh, brought it up to me. And I could tell that they're coming from a place of, I just need you to know this is happening behind the scenes. And that was my own fault. So this happened in the Bahamas. The One of the girls came to me and said, the girls are starting to get really upset because you seem to only be paying attention to uh, a few select women. And I said, thank you for telling me because that wasn't my hope. It wasn't how I want to operate, but I can see that now. That was good. Like I could tell they cared. If it was this girl's doing this and this girl's doing this, I, I I just don't need you to tell me that as the bachelor. It's not, you guys need to figure it out. You're adults. For ultimately sure. here, I'm looking for my wife. Uh, ultimately here, like my hope is that this leads to something like really special. And I would hope my wife is pretty good at conflict resolution and is pretty good at getting along with others. And so, you know, stuff like this would have been definitely a red flag for me. Because I just would have, I mean, I think I would have taken a step back and been like this, well, as great as maybe you even are, this isn't going to work because this feels like we're back in middle school and I'm not looking for a middle school date right now. In the tattletale situation that was Shanae. Yeah, the tattletale situation and then also the kind of the follow up to it. uh, it, You know, not even Elizabeth. Elizabeth was, I think, thrown off and confused. I I wasn't, I didn't, I wouldn't maybe see it that way with her. I think just Shanae being just so angry at this and all the other girls, if you could have like looked around, like what I would have done if I was Clayton. Now, I don't know if I would have because hindsight's twenty twenty. What I think he could have done in that moment is ask the girls, do you feel the same way in that group setting and make them respond then 
Because I think that he would have seen, no, this isn't Elizabeth's problem. This yeah. is Shanene's. It was a total newbie move. Like it was definitely out of not having a lot of experience in the first season, I feel like. Yeah. Well, I mean, and also I just don't understand. Connor, you could maybe speak into this. It always shocks me. But Shanae right now is saying that she is here for Clayton. So we, we got to believe it. We, do, we can't assume anything else. So right. she's obviously wanted to be with Clayton. So the strategy she takes is to be the one that takes out everybody else. That strategy has never worked in any dating <laughs> relationship of any kind. So yeah. why do they resort to that? Like wh- who, what person goes, especially on this show, with most people now who are on the show have seen a previous season, they go, mm-hmm. this is what I'm gonna, how I'm going to win Clayton. I'm going to make sure that everybody else looks bad and I will be standing at the end. Like that just doesn't work, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it, that never, literally never works. That person always just ends up being the villain. Yep. Um, yep. But I feel like it is an intimidating environment walking into a room of, at least on our season, 30 dudes that are all like, you know, good looking, doing a lot of cool stuff in their lives, big, strong, tall, whatever. And so, you know, I think some people, you kind of go into more of like a defensive mode and try and just like knock people down. Mm-hmm. And it seems like that's what she's doing. Um, almost just like knocking people off till she's the only one left standing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there are two moments we really have to talk about before we wrap the recap portion of this up. One, when Elizabeth and Shanae face each other again at the cocktail party and <laughs> Shanae really becomes a villain. Like this is her, this is mean stuff. She's like, she's like, she has ADHD. Did you know that she has ADHD? That's something that little kids have. Mm. The fact that she kept bringing that up over and over again and and totally making it seem like it was like an excuse that Elizabeth came up with was yeah. outrageous. Well, and she didn't she tell everybody too? Yeah. Um, yeah. It's like it's not really her her thing to tell everyone, right? I thought no. that was a little out of pocket of her. To no, do. but her to make it a joke. Yeah. Was crazy. Mm-hmm. Then there is Cassidy, and she gets called out ratted out um that she has a a friend with benefits for the past couple years at home and he's all like well when you come back from this show let's watch it together and hook up (laughs) (laughs) this is not a villainous move again the stop trying to make cassie a villain a friend with benefits at home if that was ever going to turn into something that could have turned that would have turned into a relationship at this point Everyone has someone that they're texting or something mild at home. You're an attractive 20 something. Are you guys telling me that you didn't have one person that you would like maybe casually go on a date with when you were on the bachelor? Well, I, so I don't, I'm a little torn with this one too, because I feel like it depends on the intent. If she, if she was like going on the show just to go on and have this friends with benefits at home after, that she was like planning to come home to, then I feel like that's not, I don't know if I really vibe with that, but if she had a friends with benefits before and then was like all in of like, all right, I'm going to see if like Clayton, if I could, you know, if I'm his person, if we should be together, 
then I think it's different. But if, if she went in with the intent of like just leaving at some point and like, Oh, I don't think that's what it was at all. I don't. I feel like this is just some guy that she hooks up with casually at home. How do we know that? Like she has no intention of it evolving. I'm with Connor. I'm with Connor. But but weren't they, weren't they messaging like in the hotel right up to the end or that was timing until the end. And he was saying, come back and watch this with me. And I mean, I know if I was Clayton and I ended up with Cassidy, and I get off the show and this guy is texting her and he's and I'm like, well, who is this? And she tells me, oh, this was the guy I was dating and talking to. And I said, well, up to when? And she goes the night before the show. I wouldn't be thrilled. Like, I would not <laughs> okay, be okay I guess with that. Maybe I'm making it seem maybe it's less casual than I'm making it seem in my head because I'm thinking like if they end up together, oh, she's she'll never even respond to this guy because it won't even be like a thing because they were nothing maybe not we just don't know that i'm saying at this point with what we know i don't i'm i wouldn't love it like it wouldn't be a thing i would i I don't think it's a great move i'm not saying it's a deal breaker i'm not saying if he finds out she should be like on the first flight home yeah but this is just not a jed situation is what i'm saying according to jed it is yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Um, so, so wait. So, so Cassidy already has a rose. Then I think at the preview, yeah. uh, Clayton asks Jesse if anyone's ever taken a rose back. Yeah. Do you do you think he's gonna take the rose back? Yeah, I do. I think she's gonna yeah. get eliminated. Yeah. yeah or or do you think he's gonna? I think he's gonna take it back. But I think and then he's think give the one at the rose ceremony. That's a possibility too. Yeah, I, I I do believe there has been some roses taken back uh, in the history. I can't. Rem- I just remember s- something happening like that. It's definitely not the first time. I just don't remember the last time. I I didn't Jesse give someone a rose he wasn't supposed to give. Yeah, Jesse Palmer was. Oh, Thing. Yeah, is famous for calling the wrong name and looking at the girl and being like, "Sorry." She like starts walking. He's like, "Sorry, I met her." And she had to turn around and walk back. Back. Didn't, yeah. didn't, he, didn't I think he still gave her a rose? Oh, did he? She. I think she ended up staying for a little bit too. Like uh-huh. she actually. I don't uh-huh. know. That was the start of his hosting career, right there. <laughs> that was it. He he knew at that moment I'm going to be back here one day and I'm <laughs> leading this thing. You guys, I really hope I'm not like the odd one out and like defending Cassidy here with <laughs> this friends with benefits situation. I guess I going on to the show was just like, is there somebody that I will definitely see when I get home if this doesn't work out? Sure. But if I end up being engaged to Chris Souls, will I ever text him again? No. So I guess I'm just thinking about too personally. Yeah, we don't. There you go. Well, it's it it is also, I mean, kind of the cliffhanger that we leave this episode on. I mean, this is where yeah. we're mm-hmm. wondering for next week what's going to happen. We do get a weird. Um, I don't know if you noticed this, but in the teaser, because I was wondering if you know Shanae would still be around. We see her in the Baywatch date, so we know now she's here for next yeah. week. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a very clear picture of her. We don't see Cassidy in any of the teasers, but that is the cliffhanger. And so we'll take a vote here to close out this episode uh, or this segment with uh, our good friend, Connor. Connor, do you believe Cassidy is going home? Yes or no? No. Ashley, do you believe Cassidy is going home? Yes or no? Yes, I think she's going to go home. And I think Shanae will fill in as primary villain. I am going to say that this 
is she carried too big of a role in this episode. And there's still too much to be uncovered about her story that I think she stays. I just don't, I think her time is limited. I don't think she makes it past the next episode. That's my vote. I have no clue what's happening. Uh, Hey, to close this whole thing out uh, on this episode, Connor, what are your thoughts on Clayton so far as The Bachelor? Um, so I'll be, I watched the first episode and the second episode back to back. Um, so I kind of seen the whole evolution here. I feel like he started out a little rusty, not going to lie. It was a little dull. I think Mm -hmm. he realized that maybe a little bit, but I think at the end of this second episode, he kind of warmed up a bit. It seemed like he was more engaged in the conversations and was actually like talking to people versus just trying to kiss them. Mm-hmm. Uh, although he did do that. So I think he's, I, in my opinion, he's, he's doing better. Um, I think he's actually, you know, engaging with the woman more. And um, I think as the season goes on more, he will keep getting better. So I, I'm honestly, I'm excited. I think it's cool that they chose someone that's maybe a little bit more unknown. Yeah. Um, it is cool to kind of get to know that person too a little bit yeah room but i think there is a lot there is a lot still to be learned about clayton i I really don't know anything about him to be honest yeah and i don't know if we're ever going to that's the weird part um (laughs) ashley you'll know why but i uh this episode did end with being one of my least favorite episodes i've ever seen and uh, wait really i thought the top of the show we just kind of said that we enjoyed it just i i don't even know if you'll be able to understand why but (laughs) why the very end of this episode ends with a clown oh, the end of the episode was uh, one of your least favorite parts of an episode there's a okay. clown and that's just inappropriate yeah, it's and not he... needed it brings out fears <laughs> in the audience oh, dude, wait are you are you afraid of clowns massively i i really just hate clowns so much Shame. oh my gosh do you remember when there was like the clown thing a few years ago uh it was like four or five years ago i was a uh, senior in college and like clown they were like clowns clown are hiding in woods yeah 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 i don't yeah, like yeah. it and they even like I uh, I was a senior in college. They had to shut down high schools in the area because there were like clowns showing up on campus. No, I'm they over would, it. I'm so so afraid of clowns. I, I hate clowns it. so much. There's nothing about them that makes sense to me. They should not be around kids. They should not be around adults. In fact, I just don't want them to exist. Um, I co- think they're gonna stop with our generation, guys. Yeah, I hope so. Like, I, I don't think like anybody in our generation is going to hire a clown for our kid's birthday. I, I want to. I don't want to meet that person if there is one of them. Uh, Connor, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're going to be back with you. We'll be uh, sharing an episode. We're going to do it in depth with you here very soon. Uh, catch up on your life, everything you're up to. But until then, thanks for uh, breaking down this episode with us. Thank you for having me. What keeps baby skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to help keep your baby's skin dry and healthy. We have been a Pampers family since the start with Dawson. It takes you a few months of experimentation to figure out what really works, and for us, Pampers really works. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic, and they're free of parabens and latex. All that, so important. Try Swaddlers with the new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin, For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand.
There's nothing like having a clean space. I can't say that I have it a ton with a toddler, but when I do, it's magical. And I also love it when I can add a little bit of my own sort of favorite candle, favorite scent, favorite throw blanket, you know, just express your personal style while the space is perfectly clean. Well, that's where Clorox Sentiva comes in because Clorox have these clean scents that'll fit your vibe. With coconut, grapefruit, or lavender, you can discover your own signature scent. It's clean, so it's that trusted clean that you know that you get with Clorox, and it's captivating with scents that just can speak to you. With a powerful, clean, and refreshing scent, Clorox Sentiva cleans like Clorox and feels like confidence. Get yours now at a retail store near you. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it. Where did you hear that rumor, Ben? Oh, smart money happy hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, pop culture, and how to afford it all. With 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. So like how to budget for a hot date in Malta like Joey went on? <laughs> yeah. Or how to baby step your way to being a millionaire before you're 35. Oh, okay, I'm looking at this episode on how much people spend on dating apps. So one guy is spending $499 a month. He should really apply for The Bachelorette. <laughs> or this one episode, which is what our Amazon purchase history says about us. Why don't you just go and tap that subscribe button, Ashley? Um, say less. This is really, really interesting. So to check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. Just search Smart Money Happy Hour and hit that subscribe button, which I just did. Your wallet and your next road trip will thank you. You wake up with a scratchy throat, congestion, runny nose, and cough. You know your body. You know you're getting sick. Your choices are tough it out, get sick, take some time out from work, hope the doctor can see you this month, or wait two hours at urgent care. Then you can sit in a room full of sick people. Or you can open your medical emergency kit, match your symptoms to the doctor's recommendation prescription. It comes with doctor-prescribed meds to treat over 39 medical issues. It has strong antibiotics for infections of all types, plus a doctor's easy guide so you'll know exactly what to take and when. No waiting to see the doctor, no waiting at the pharmacy. It's all in here. Every home should have at least one medical emergency kit. Order yours online in minutes. Your kit will be rushed to your door and you get 15% off at twc.health/slash famous you can use the promo code famous that's promo code famous at twc.health slash famous hi everyone this is rachel zoe with the climbing in heels podcast we recently sat down with a few recipients of the botox cosmetic onobotulinum toxin a and i fund women grants at south by southwest thanks to botox cosmetic take a listen to our conversation it's so good what 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. It's time for Bachelor headlines with our resident expert Ashley I Kennedy. First headline is this, and it's a big one: The Bachelor's Claire Crawley and Blake Monar get cozy after Dale Moss breakup. This is according to E. Okay, so our producer sent us this headline the other day, and I was like, Blake Monar. I was like, Blake Moines? I was like, in my head, yeah. I thought that she had sent like a typo. And I was like, hmm, I mean, like, that can make sense, at least like for jealousy purposes for a couple months, you know, the two of them yeah. kind of get flirty. But then I click the link and I see it's Blake M- Monar. And then I click on who Blake Monar is on Instagram. Still can't figure it out. I'm like, this guy looks kind of random. You know, he has 20,000 followers. I don't really particularly remember him from anything. And then I find out that he was on Bachelor in Paradise this yeah. season. Was- yeah, whoops, that Blake. The Blake who went out with Tia. Uh-huh, that's what I thought. Yeah, and he was on Claire's season originally. Um, And the two of them hung out, and they were looking kind of cozy, um, they, Claire also said something on her Instagram about how, like, she went somewhere for business wherever they were hanging out, which was, uh, oh, Indiana said went for business left with the most unexpected, remarkable memories. Oh Indy, God. you were truly beautiful and exactly what my soul needed. I'm telling you, everybody should go to Indiana to find love. It is the place. It's my stopping grounds, mm-hmm. Ashley. Don't forget that. Yeah, and then somebody was asking about this rumored something-something, and Claire said, Blake is the sweetest person. Oh he truly God. is. So uh, let's see like what develops from there. It could be yeah. really awesome. Sweet. We love these stories. Yeah, we'll watch this as we go. Well, kind of turning the page a little bit to a whole new chapter. Uh, Bachelor in Paradise favorites. Uh, Riley and Marissa. Well, this is the headline. Fans think they've called it quits. This according to Screen Rant. Yeah, we also got a text about this from our producer this week. So immediately I went over to Marissa's Instagram in which I remember her like from the previous night saying something like she just wanted to like get dolled up for no reason. And I was like, oh, now it makes even more sense because now she wants to look really hot for him on Instagram. Um, The rumor is... That they have maybe broken up sometime since Christmas till now because they were hanging, they were hanging out, they spent Christmas together. Um, 
Riley has those pictures up on his Instagram. Marissa no longer has those pictures up on Instagram. The last pictures of her and Riley together are from October on her Instagram. So I do feel like we can read into this a little bit. Um, doesn't sound good. <laughs> it doesn't. And that was one of our favorite couples coming out of paradise. So we hope they can rekindle or remend, or if they might be still together and just being quiet for now, but that's the rumor spreading. Well, another rumor, uh, bachelor nations, Blake Hortzman and love is blinds. Giannina Gabelli. I hope I said that right. Are dating this according to E as well. Hey, can we accord it to Ben Higgins as well? Cause you're pretty close to Blake. Have you talked to him about this? I am off the record. Come on. <laughs> I'm off the record. Well, you did you know that he was dating someone? I knew he was on a reality show. Uh, oh, knew, what do you mean? He's on another reality show? Yeah, I knew. I knew there was <laughs> some breaking news. Breaking news. So, um, yeah, I uh, I knew that, but I did not know how it turned out. And so it seems like it's turned out very well for him. Oh, so they meet on this reality show? I don't know. You tell oh. me. What's the headline say? The headline is just that they're dating, not that the, the headline is that they're dating and that like possibly like, I don't know that they, they it says they're very new and they aren't rushing into anything. Blake says that she's really fun and down to earth. Um, Blake posted a picture of himself on New Year's Eve at the Mile High Spirits. Uh, and uh, apparently she also uploaded a picture of herself standing in front of some very similar looking barrels in the bar oh, on Instagram. I mean, so it looks like they spent New Year's Eve together. Oh, Gianna even posted, repeat after me, I'm about to walk into the best year of my life. And then the the person, the source, says that they spent New Year's Eve together and they have been getting to know each other. They have a lot in common due to their experiences on reality TV. I didn't watch All Love is Blind, I'll be honest. But from what I did watch of it, I thought that Gianna was super sweet, really cute. I like this coupling. And now with Ben's little tidbits, I'm wondering if they met some on some sort of <laughs> reality show. <laughs> oh, geez. I'm ruining everything today. Um, it's okay. But yes, I mean, if they've, if they've got something going, Blake is a buddy. I'd like to see him happy. In fact, I think the dog that Jessica and I are um, looking at adopting is living in Blake's house with a lease right now. Yeah. Um, so could possibly be a thing. Maybe I'll ask the puppy. Hey, Hey pup, yeah. what have you seen? What have you seen? What have you seen? Maybe, maybe some, maybe, uh, maybe some things he doesn't want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's too young for, to see those things. Too young. Well, <laughs> this is a big headline um, because I think it really speaks to Clayton and probably why I believe he will go down as a a good bachelor, if, if not a great bachelor, if not one of the favorite bachelors. I think he's pretty self aware. I think he understands. Um, criticism and where it comes from well. Well, here's the headline. Clayton Eckerd responds to Nick's, Nick Vile, questioning him being chosen as the bachelor. The statement Clayton makes is, I don't harbor any resentment toward him. There's an interesting quote in here, Ashley, that I'd love for you to read because I really do, do think it speaks to who Clayton is. All right, so this is what he said in reference to, you know, Nick not thinking initially 
that he was the best choice because, you know, Nick kind of backtracked after seeing the first episode. Uh, he goes, this is what Clinton said. I thought there were points where my personality did come through. I thought the date with Michelle and all that actually went really well. I thought it showed my goofy side. It showed my dance moves, <laughs> which is why I said it's my resolution this year. I want to get better at them. Um, but it showed this playful side of me. Um, then he said, there's a little snippet, I guess, where it was just a little snippet per se, I guess. I don't know how much screen time I had, maybe 10, 20 minutes, whatever it was. It wasn't much, but... When Nick made the comment about him being an unconventional pick, he, this is what Clayton thought. He said, okay, I can see where you're coming from, but, but then again, um, you're going to get plenty of time to see me now on my season going forward. Um, he also said that if he still feels that way, if Nick still feels this way towards the end of it, then <laughs> Then fair, sure, um, we'll have a conversation at that point. I'll talk to him, you know, what is it that you don't get? But for right now, I do understand. I don't harbor any resentment for somebody that makes a comment like that. I think it's his platform. He kind of speculates on all these things. He doesn't know a thing about me. Yeah. Hey, um, you know, Nick's a, a podcast host. Uh, you get, get paid having opinions. And I think a lot of people's opinions were, who the heck is this Clayton guy? But as Clayton said, we'll get to know him more as the season goes on. Let's uh, hold our judgment. Even though even here at the Almost Famous Podcast, we're like, how in the world did they choose this dude? He wasn't even shown. But after two episodes, we're going, okay, makes a little more sense. Big headline here. Former bachelorette Andy Dorfman's new boyfriend revealed inside their fairy tale romance. This according to E. Fairy tale romance. At first on Instagram, she was keeping his face like kind of concealed, if you noticed. But now we know who he is. His name is Blaine Hart, and he is a man from her past. They met each other years ago during college through a mutual friend. Um, who the mutual friend went to school with Blaine in South Carolina. They both happened to be in Italy at the same time this past summer and reconnected after 15 years. And they've been together ever since. Wow. That's kind of cool. Um, and the inside source tells E that this is the fairy tale that Andy has always dreamed of. She's never been happier before in her life. Wow. What a headline. Well, hey, that's all we have for today. What an amazing episode. Thank you to Connor Saley for coming on and breaking down this week's episode with us. We're also going to have him for an in-depth episode. Dig into who he is as a person here. Uh, and that will be posted very, very soon. But until then, thanks for joining us. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Ashley, is it true that some contestants have cashed in their 401k to afford a new wardrobe for The Bachelor? I mean, you do need a lot of ball gowns when you think about it, Ben. Where did you hear this? On Smart Money Happy Hour. It's a podcast where two money experts, Rachel Cruz and George Camel, talk totally unfiltered about life, 
pop culture, and how to afford it all with 90s nostalgia and reality TV fandom mixed in, of course. Ooh, you do not have to say more to get me into this. To check it out, you can search Smart Money Happy Hour and listen wherever you get your podcasts. What keeps baby's skin healthy? A diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. That's why Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better versus the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection to keep your baby's skin healthy and dry. Pamper Swaddlers are dermatologists approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. Free and Gentle cleans better without risk of tearing. It's made from 100% plant-based cloth that grips the mess and is five times stronger. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician-recommended brand. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and I Fund Women grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth: no matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. 